Hello and welcome to the latest rendition of the AG podcast. Um, a new look AG podcast actually as well. So we're going to try something a little bit different, a bit of a different format this time round, throw a few different segments in there. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. Obviously, as always, feedback is absolutely great. Um, I'm going to pop off straight away, say hello to Ash. Good evening, Ash. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, good evening and uh, a happy new year to everyone. Yes, happy new year to you as well, mate. And uh, it wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be right, would it, to not have the uh, the champion of the uh, the AG leagues, Burger, after his success. So, hello, Burger. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. Good evening. I bet you hate saying that, Jan. Oh, man, honestly, it got a little bit stuck <laughs> in my throat then. Actually, it's like a chicken Kiev going down the wrong way. Good. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, well done, mate. Congratulations. Obviously, fully deserved over the season you had. Again, difficult for me to say. Um, so I'm just going to do a bit of a run through of how it's going to look for us guys uh, on the pod tonight and obviously for you guys listening whenever you are listening to it. So um, we're going to start off by just quickly rounding up the league. So the ups and downs, basically the housekeeping on the end of last season. We're then going to move over and talk a little bit about upcoming events. Um, so, you know, things to look out for. So COD 2v2 nights, Gears of War, FIFA, etc. We're going to talk about listeners' questions, and we're also going to talk about the league predictions going forward. Now we know who's actually going to be in each league, um, each of the three leagues that we've got, including the new lads, the guys who've dropped out, etc. And we're also going to try to squeeze in there as well, two, well, possibly two new segments based on golf and F1, depending on how we go and how we get on time-wise. So, right, boys, we will start with wrapping up last year's league or last season's league. So I will kick off with the Prem. I'm going to have to say it for a third time. Burger Boy is the champion on the same points as Jaxie, but just with a better goal difference. Jaxie in second, Aaron in third, Bunsy finished fourth, myself fifth, Ash, you finished in sixth, Paulo seventh, Moober eighth, Joe ninth, Storm clung on there in tenth, Golden Beard, Mouse and Plunkett all got relegated and finished 11th, 12th and 13th. So... Straight away, obviously, yeah, like we said, congratulations, Berger, champion, well done. Um, obviously, it was a bit squeaky towards the end there, obviously, a couple of draws in the last five games. Um, were you feeling the pressure late on? Um, I think there's always pressure when other teams have got a lot more points than you and you need to get the wins and well, the points on the board. And uh, luckily, I managed to get the points and uh, obviously beat Jaxie by goal difference. I mean, that's something we actually spoke about, me and you, I think, I believe, when uh, we talked about the um, the fact that Jaxie got a lot of his games out of the way quite early yeah. on. So, I mean, did that, you, you feel that like did put pressure on you then? Yes, definitely. Because I mean, Well, no, I, was just, I mean, again, it must be difficult because obviously it's kind of nice and, and also not nice in a way, isn't it? Because you know obviously how many points you need to win but at the same time every time you don't you know you drop points if you do drop points it's it's frustrating and you think oh i need to make sure i pick up points in this other game then yep most definitely um i knew i had the goal difference so that was like the extra point if i was to actually topple jack c so i was confident i didn't have to go for goals so i was in a good position there but obviously the points tally was the one that's was the most important and yeah, um, managed to beat him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, again, when we look at it, obviously, you know, you hate to, you know, not getting down on anyone at all. Ash, welcome to you on this. Obviously, we sort of muted on the pod before that maybe Aaron, you know, he hadn't quite played everybody yet, and 
Yeah, you know, maybe things weren't going. That- to be fair, you've got to look at it. Obviously, he probably would have finished on what forty-eight points instead of forty-two. Obviously, had he not played an invalid player against Storm, which was controversial in itself. Obviously, you know, jobs for the boys, helping mates out and stuff. <laughs> uh, apparently, I personally, and and it's not often that I fall on this side. I personally think there was absolutely no score degree at all. I don't think Aaron would ever let Storm get any points over him, whether it's in that means or not. And and I was in the party for sort of half of those games, and uh, Aaron was definitely going for it. So I personally, I don't see a single thing wrong with it. I don't see that he did anything wrong. However, I can see how to some people it might look a bit weird. Um, but uh, but you know, I mean, like I said, we said Aaron maybe would finish third, and and ultimately that's what happened. Um, any surprises on the finishing? Uh, Finishing positions in the Prem for you, Ash? Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, obviously, the two that are in the top, fair play to them. They've done it by over well, 20 points gap between uh, second and third. And they're the two that I would have had up there at the start of the season. Um, so, no, I don't think there can be any any surprises there, really. Um, it, I mean, they've led the way the entire season. Yeah, I mean... The interesting thing, again, and for me, the, the congratulations, obviously, you know, me, you, Aaron, we've always been up there as well. But Bunsey, I think, deserves congratulations as well for finishing in the top four. Um, you know, for someone who recently was, not, you know, not too long ago was in the championship. Um, he definitely deserves a, a pat on the back for that performance, you know, finishing fourth with a, with a um, you know, plus 11 goal difference. It's not to be uh, not to be shaked out at all, really. Um Yourself, Ash, obviously you've picked up towards the end of the season, having had a, a bit of a difficult start. Um, are you confident going into next season you can, you can push on and, and sort of kick on from sixth place? Uh, I'd like to think so, um, you know, but it's all about, uh, I wasn't that active in the market this season, I will be honest. Uh, so I'll be looking to, um, you know, pre-season when the market opens to get a few deals done. Um, and we go again, hopefully uh, we can have a better season than I did last time. We go again. I mean, the thing is, with you and, and, and another person in, in the Prem as well, Storm, the pair of you always say you, you don't really play as well until the better players come in. I mean, would that be a fair, fair assessment? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I, I've not made it a secret that I've, I've struggled with these lower-rated players. Um, and, you know, it, it's part of parcel, really. Um, it's just... I, mean, uh, I the, think... Uh, no, and I was just I was just saying. I think because of the way, obviously, I sort of uh, you know the sort of style of play that I like to sort of implement, and it's very difficult to do with the lower rated players. And I think that's uh, I think that's half the problem um, is trying to adapt. Um, and it took a little while, first half of the season, <laughs> to do so. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've got a formation that works. Bring in some good players, um, players that are going to do well, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, again, it's probably onwards and upwards, isn't it? I think a lot of people will be looking the same way. I mean, a couple of people who have dropped out, obviously, you know, we've had Mouse and Golden Beard who won't be joining us next season. Obviously, Golden Beard, you know, it's such a shame with that team that really, he, you know, he couldn't kick on because to get relegated with that team, it's it's it's, it's a crime, really. You know, he should be going to prison for that. Um, it's, uh, you know, Halland, Hudson-Odoi, he has some fantastic players. And I, I can't imagine Marcus is going to let that squad go over to somebody else without taking a few of the stars away, for sure. Um, which, again, will be interesting to see. So we'll move on because we're going to talk about league predictions for next season towards the end of the pod, like we said about earlier on. So, Berger, if you can just run down the championship for me and we'll have a little bit of a chit-chat once you've done that about how things turned out. Um, so the league running table, yeah? Yes, please, yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think from the get-go, 
I will go from the top. Uh, Colmore finishing first, um, not losing a game. So hats off to him. Um, being unbeaten throughout the whole season, only dropping um, only four draws. So congratulations to him. Joining over a hundred goals. Wow. Yeah. Um, uh, Joe B coming in second place. Um, also coming up into the Premiership. Then the playoff spots were Welser, Geordie, Suited and Bonzi. Uh, Geordie winning the playoff, uh, but he's obviously leaving, so that squad will be taken up by someone else. Um, now, 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th are the positions where, well, you stay in the league. <laughs> um, uh, Malian, Shelbourne, Riverman, Packfish who has now left, and obviously that team will be taken up, but he had a mad dash towards the end of the season and somehow survived. Um, Jeff and Anthony in the relegation playoffs. Um, a big B getting relegated out of that one. And Naked and Hilly both got promoted the season before and has gone back down to the uh, League One. So they, 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 they're like the West Brom and, uh, <laughs> and Reading almost, aren't they? Of the the, uh, the Prem, circa, circa mid-noughties, let's put it yeah. that way. <laughs> Um, so, you know, up and down teams. I mean, for me, you know, Ash, looking straight straight away, obviously, with yourself having Martinelli, who scored so many goals for you last season, I mean, um, Carl Hearn, Grant for Colmore, 50 goals. Yeah. You know, there's some people who didn't even score 50 goals with their entire team. Yeah. You know? I mean, Welser, <laughs> you know, Welser conceded 49 goals, scored 63. You know, I mean, and he finished third. I mean, that's just insane, isn't it? You know, Jordy Cross, yeah. 48 goals scored, and he, he went up into the Prem. He yeah. scored less goals than one of the players that Colmore had. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, Colmore's had a cracking season. I mean, uh, his goal difference is 78, and that's just unreal. Um, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him in the top division. I think he's going uh, to prove a lot of people this season, I mean, if he's not already. I mean, you know, you, you look at his stats in that division, and, you know, we've talked in the past about that sort of division being quite close. Um you know, I mean, those stats, 122, drawn four, hadn't lost a game, scored 105 goals, only conceded 27. You can't scoff at those uh, those stats at all. So uh, I think he's going to be up there for the fight for the Prem next season. We'll see. Do you think, do you think um, I mean, I, I personally, I agree. And we'll come to, come to that towards the end of the show. But I mean, do you think that in a weird way, almost sort of like Man United teams under Fergie. Do you think people went to Colmore in the league game and sort of were psyched out before they even started playing? Um, like, do you think, you know, you look at this guy, he's not lost a game, I've got to go up and try beat him, and you sort of think, oh, I'm never going to win this, and then that's in your head then. Maybe, although, you know, you'd argue that's not really the mentality to have. Um, but, yeah, maybe. I mean, he's obviously done something right. Uh, this season to uh, to have those sort of stats and hit the sort of form of his team that he has and score 50 goals with one player. Um, so it's going to be interesting. But yeah, I mean, he's had a cracking season. He's done really, really well. I mean, you know, not to say I'm some sort of mystic Meg, but I pretty I do think I tipped him because I remember at the start when we played the first ever TFI on this, this FIFA, he beat me, I think it was 7-2. And that, that was generous. You know, it could have been sort of 14-0. Um, you know, so I did think he was going to be good this FIFA, and obviously it's proved right. He's been he's been absolutely phenomenal. Um, just quickly touching on obviously the three going down. Obviously, Bry no stranger to League One as well, and like you said, Berger obviously naked and Hilly, you know, having come up and gone straight down as well. Um, again, I think 
they like we said a minute ago they are going to be the, the the sort of the stereotypical up and down because i do see them having quite a good season next time round yep yeah i would agree um i mean yeah Bri is one of those players that i think sort of has flitted about and i mean i've played him in the past and uh, we've had some really really good games but it's just never really managed to hit that form um, I mean, just looking at Naked and Hilly, I mean, neither of them have won more than four games out of 26. Um, and that, that sums up why they're going down. Um, it was either, um, are they both still in the league next season? I think they are, aren't they? Yeah, they are, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, Naked, I mean, I haven't, it's difficult for me to say because I've not really played too many of them, but I mean, Naked hasn't come across as a bad player in the past, so... Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully they can uh, they can both find a bit of form next season. Yeah. So, uh, Ash, while we're still with you, if you can run down League One for us, that's yes. okay. So, uh, how things finished off, starting with my tip, my my saviour, my lord. <laughs> yes. So, um, in first place, obviously, soggy cabbages. Um, that is a shock. Uh, well, to me, it's a shock anyway. But it's nice to see him uh, mm. actually attack and uh, play for the win um, he won the league by uh, nine points uh, followed by MJG uh, who finished in second and Wince Wince has gone up Ooh. finally <laughs> how many how many attempts someone someone edit in the celebration song <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> yeah I mean Wince obviously went out through the playoff spaces uh who joined him in the playoffs? Uh, Bertie, Rhino, and Rye Jones. Um, was, uh, was it Rye Jones? I think um, yeah, it was in the, in the final. Yeah, uh, Harry, uh, Harry and Worm. Uh, well, hang on. Rest of it was Harry, Worm, Tanners, Diadex, Wizzy Fox, Lost Boy, and Gazgrass, uh, who finished in the bottom half of the league. Um, so, uh, I mean, Soggy Cabbages, we'll start with him. Obviously, scored 69 goals, only conceded 16. So he was another no, one. That's it. That's the win, isn't it, there? You know, he's another one that's had a good goal difference this season. And, I mean, oh, fair play to him because I, I, I put my hands up. I'll take the humble pie. I, I've criticised him in the past for his style of play. You know, because I, I found nothing more boring than him passing it around the back and playing quite defensively. Uh, maybe that's just because I like out, you know, attack-minding games. I, I, I'd rather, uh, I'd rather lose a five-four, have an end-to-end game than, uh, you know, perhaps a one-nil win where I've sat back with ten men behind the ball for ninety minutes. Um, but a fair play to Soggy, um, MJG. Uh, MJG, I think just looking here, I only finished second uh, on goal difference um, ahead of Bertie, so. Yeah, I mean, he's another one quite mixed. Well, I say quite mixed. He scored 66 and conceded 31. Um, goal difference of 35. It's not the... Uh, I think Wince, Wince had a higher goal difference than him. Uh, Wince finally has gone up. Oh, I feel, <laughs> I feel really happy for him because how many times has Wince been in that playoff spot and, you know, drops at the last minute? Bottled um, him, mate. He's bottled it. Say it how it is. <laughs> yeah, bottled it. You know. Um, so yeah, no, it's really, really good to see him go up. Um, 
I mean, I'm just looking at the playoffs there. I don't think there's anyone there that really... Um, I, I think the four that are in the playoffs there are probably the four that I would have had at the start of the season. I, I imagine it was probably the same with you, Jam. Was there anyone else there that stood out that you that hasn't finished in the top sort of six there that you're expecting? I mean, there's two in the sense that I think that Worm obviously had a good start to, the, to, to this game. He, he was playing quite well. And Tunners, I mean, Tunners plays a lot of FIFA. He plays a lot of Ultimate Team. He plays a lot of FIFA. So... I, I did expect him to maybe sort of push for the top six, um, but yeah, you're right. I, I can't really can't really knock the, the, the sort of three to six position. Um, I think it was you know it was a long season for them. You know, the, 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 at that point they were the biggest division, most teams. I think um, they've uh, they've done well. They've done well to get where they are. I think um, you know, like we've said, at least Wint's managed to get himself up. Maybe next year, who knows? Maybe it'll be Rhino's year. We'll see. <laughs> maybe we'll find out. I mean, the one thing I would say on this as well. Um, I mean, he knows I always say about it as well, but um, red cards. I mean, this league has got the most red cards by far. Um, you know, I mean, and it just seems to be a thing. I mean, I don't know whether it's because the, they're not timing the tackles right. Maybe, a, you know, a lower grade of player in League One. I, I honestly don't, it's not meant as a dig either. I just don't know what it is. Um, but, I mean, geez, the red cards, you know, you're not going to win a game if you've got 10 men or nine men on the pitch. Um, so, you know, there you go. New, new segment for the podcast. Jam's top tip. League <laughs> one, boys. Watch your slide tackles. Yeah. Right. We're going to move on. So we are going to move to just talking a little bit about the upcoming events that we've got coming in the site. So um, the two that stand out towards the end of this week by the time the podcast goes out, one might even come out, uh, be sort of on the night the podcast does come out, if this is due to come out on Wednesday. Um, we've got the COD 2v2 evening. Um, which is on the 15th of Jan, so Wednesday. Um, I mean, if anyone's played a COD event on the site, you all know how fun it is. It's been absolutely brilliant. Um, and for me, I think that, you know, me and Marcus are, are going to have a bit of a get-together and have a think about the possibility of a COD 2v2 league um, because I think that would, again, I think it would fly. I think people would be really interested in it. They're quite quick games, so there's no need to, uh, you know, sort of, to, you know, it's, it's not a case of blocking out 40 minutes a day like it is with a league game, so... It'd be quite interesting to see if that could uh, that could work. And on the 17th of Jan, we've got a Gears of War night as well, which I imagine Rye Jones will be running, but I'm not 100%. Um, so again, anybody who's got either of them games, feel to uh, don't, you know feel free to pop along. Don't don't be shy. Um, we're going to move on now um, to talking about events. Um, obviously, one of the most popular events and segments on the site is F1. So I'd just like to have a quick chat with joe um i think he's pre-recorded something so uh take it away joe thanks guys and welcome to the first podcast roundup of the f1 uh, an ever increasingly popular event which has been running for a while now we're currently in season two as everyone probably knows last week was race 10 which was on monza in italy obviously division one was the race was won by soggy cabbages as Many people would probably expect he's the sort of standout driver of the competition. He handily won the race by 20 seconds. He also clocked the fastest lap, which was a 125.2. Bonzi came in second place. Bunsey was in third place, another 27 seconds behind Bunsey. Unfortunately, Bunsey was involved in a lag-filled incident with myself, which very much hindered his race. Uh, give props to Muber, who came in fourth. Jakes was fifth and Ash was sixth. What that did for the overall division championship, Soggy Cabbage has closed the gap on Bunsey, 
by quite a bit. Bunsen's currently on 93 points. Soggy's on 77. You got Suited on 73. He wasn't helped by a 7th place finish this week. Mouse is on 66. Moby 56. And Ash on 55. For Division 2, another similar story where Aaron won the race and he closed the gap considerably on the championship leader, Big B. Aaron won the race. Um, he's fast. The fastest lap was done by MJG, which was a 126.5. He finished in second place with Big B about four seconds behind him. Packfish came in fourth, Payne Wales was fifth, and Riverman sixth place. Again, what I did for the championship... Aaron closed the gap significantly. Big B currently has 103 points. Aaron has 85. MJG is on 75 just behind, which is quite significant because he has raced less races. He joined the championship quite late. you got Payne Wales on 69 and Ninja Bean on 59. The next week's race will be Russia. Again, another track which we haven't done before. So hopefully everyone gets a bit of practicing and it all goes off nice and smoothly. Cheers. Okay, thank you very much. So um, that was Joe just talking a bit about the F1 there. Um, we're just going to move on now. One thing I do want to talk about quickly before we move on to listeners' questions, obviously in a different uh, different segment, Ash, is um, something me and Berger were looking at quite recently, which is the uh, Ryan Jones published a blog on the site regarding King of the Hill. Um, I don't know if you saw this, Ash. Did you did you catch this in the week? Uh, no, I did not. Uh, some so, about statistics, wasn't it? I think, if I remember rightly. Yeah, it was talking about. I mean, the the, the key thing for me and you, Berger, when we saw it was the amount of money we earned, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you go through it, and I'll I'll go through the the sort of the the, the crappier hill first, the Clint Hill. Um, you know, I mean, individual scooter earnings over the season. Joby's earned fifty-seven million. From his King of the Hill runs, 57 million. I mean, that's two decent players, isn't it, in the BFA? Let's be honest. Um, more, maybe. You know, it, it's, that's a really good uh, good season. The closest to him, Brian 25, Riverman 22, etc. Um, all good statistics. Joby's got the most individual wins, most goals scored, and I believe the highest win streak as well um, of, uh, of seven wins. You then go down into the, the Jimmy Hill. Longest win streak is, is me and uh, me and Jaxie tied. Uh, I've got the most wins at 24. But you go to me and Berger. I mean, we've both earned 58 million from um, from getting involved in King of the Hill. Jaxie's the next on 29, suited 25. And I mean, Berger, I mean, you look at it. I personally don't think that the, the King of the Hill is much of a chore. I mean, do you? Not at all. I mean, whenever I'm the king, as I was quite a few times, I mean, I'd literally play them on the same day as I... If I won the previous one, I mean, I try and get them done as soon as. And obviously it got quite, well, easier because less people were interested towards the end of the season. And you were playing the same people who were active enough, which probably allowed us to earn that money. But looking at those stats, I mean, it is a difference between getting a BFA player or not. I mean, you've got three people earning over 50 million and then all the rest are earning 20 million under. I mean, granted, the better players are probably going to earn more money, but... Looking at the um, the top bracket, there's less people earning under 10 million, and then obviously the top bottom bracket, there's a lot more uh, earning the 20 million. So, so um, I think the key it's definitely message, worth it. It's worth it. Yeah, exactly. The key message is, you know, get involved in the site, guys. Yeah. You know, I mean, Ash, hearing them stats, obviously you've not entered the, you've not earned anything from the King of the Hill. No, I don't think you've even entered it. I mean, uh, looking think, at those stats, uh, yeah. do you do you regret that? Um. The answer is yes. We're trying to promote the league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, from the site perspective, I mean, yeah, it's obviously, uh, you know, it, it gets involved and it's a way to earn some money. And as, you know, as um, 
as Berger said, that you know that money could have been the difference in a BFA player that you know. Um, yeah, that could keep you up or win you the league. So, yeah, in, in that uh, in that sense, um, yeah, no, it, it, everyone should be really getting involved with it. Um, I appreciate, you know, people have different games to play and things like that, but ultimately you're talking one game yeah. every 40 hours, you know, even yeah. if you want to stretch it out and, and do 15 that. 15 minutes. Yeah, exactly. And and considering you were, and even if you want to do a burger and when you get to the fifth win, just throw the game because you stopped earning money, that's fine. That's up to you. Um. But uh, but yeah, so just a, a key thing, just for anyone listening, you know, we I've championed it for a long time. You know, get involved with the site, make sure you're active, transfers, king of the hill, etc. You know, there's a lot of people who don't do transfers, and for me, I think that that's such a big key to the site. People need to make sure that they're doing that as often as possible. Um, you know, yes, someone might not try to sell you a player or buy a player off you, but just make sure you're active and inquiring, and, and just keep the site going really, because we all know as soon as there's a BFA, as soon as there's a franchise auction that's when the site gets the most traffic. So it's really important that we, we capitalise on that. And the moment we do that is by earning more, earning more money and uh, and sort of, you know, making the leagues a, a sort of richer place, really. So um, just going to shoot across now as well. Obviously, we've talked um, a little bit about changing up the podcast. Ash, if you can go through some of the listeners' questions, we're going to do it a little bit earlier this time round. Yes. Uh, so as always, thanks for one that gets the listeners' questions in. Um, they are a big part of the uh, of the podcast. So uh, yep, thank you as always. Um, right, a, a couple of questions. Uh, first one is for Burger. So uh, first of all, this is a two. Well, yeah, this is a two part question. So uh, first of all, congratulations on winning the title. What was the most important game of your season? that earns you the title this season? Um, I think that's quite an easy one because it's relevant to the Jaxi game. My game's against Joe. Um, I think we were both 2-0 down in both of those games on one of the match days. And I managed to get the win from that and he managed to only draw it. So I think that was probably one of the most key fixtures um, of my season. Obviously 2-0 down. Didn't think I was going to get anything, but I managed to scrape a win as I do most of the time I play Joe um, but yeah I think that was probably the the game that probably um, probably just tipped it my way just getting that extra goal to get the victory from him yeah I mean that's fair enough um, and the second part who was your best player this season and why that's a very tough question I mean it's easy to say Ibobis um, scoring me a lot of goals um, Tamori who's been my rock uh, but I think I will go for Reese James uh, BFA signed right back but I've stuck him in the stadium and he's been my Kante-esque type player who's literally mopped up a lot of stuff um, and has helped me obviously tidy up that defence that I have signed well what I've done, I've signed most players in defence just so I can steady the ship there. And obviously, hopefully next season going forward, I can uh, increase my attacking options. Yeah. I mean, let's hope not from the rest of the league's perspective. But <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> from your perspective, that's fair enough. Um, uh, second question, and this is for everyone. So uh, there's been a discussion about uh, COD 2v2 League. What are your opinions on the idea and what rules would you implement if you were running it? I'm going to come to you first, Burger, again on this one, just because I know Jam's going to be uh, sort of involved with the uh, with the running of yeah. it. So. I mean, I'm 
well, I'm definitely looking forward to this. Um, I mean, the, I mean, there's a lot of people playing COD late at night, playing in groups of six, and it's. I mean, we. I mean, I've done with Bertie's lot, Rhino. Then I've played with Marcus, Ginger, and it and Welser, and it's been a lot of fun. We get a lot of wins, which is obviously very good. Uh, but obviously that leads on to play more, and when we get the two v two league, I'm I'm not I don't know what ideas I'll have because I'd only play the matchmaking style of it. But I'm definitely looking forward to playing it, and uh, hopefully I don't get partnered with Bertie. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously I know it's at an early stage, Jam. But any ideas from your sort of perspective that you'd? Uh... Um, well, me and uh, me and Marcus are getting our heads together. I believe it's tomorrow night, um, just to uh, to have a chat about how it might look and, and what sort of format it would take. Um, for me, I don't know if anybody was involved or if anybody remembers when Joe did it um, in a uh, in an evening um, in one of the, the, the events. It was a, like a league table format. Um, for me, I think it could literally be almost a, a thing alongside the league. Um, you know, you could have like a, a general league table, um, and then you could also do like a, a knockout tournament at the end, or it could also be like a NFL style table where you've got like a table, uh, a, you know, a table where everybody plays everybody in groups of two, and then at the end of the season, the top four go into a knockout or something like that. I think you've got to look at it. You know, the, the streaming availability, you know, is is huge, and and the potential we get from streaming, you know, vital league games and and playoff games and, and things like that. Obviously, we get a lot of traffic. I think, you know, Call of Duty, like Berger just said, there's a hype around it at the minute. You know, you go on Xbox, and apart from Ultimate Team, there's more people playing Call of Duty than anything else. So I think for me to try and capitalise on that would be would be ideal and, and great for the site, especially as well when you add in the fact that we have crossplay now. You know, the fact that you've got crossplay, people who are on PC or, or even PlayStation can maybe get involved, which is which is ideal, really. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the possibilities are endless there. Um, so, yeah, watch this space. It's going to be interesting. Um, next question has come from Bri. If Hollywood made Absolute Game in the movie as a big-budget action comedy, who would play you? I'm going to start with Jam. Um, I will go with... I mean, do, do I have to answer it honestly, or can I answer it like... <laughs> Like fantasifully, you know, sort of like, <laughs> uh, yeah, fant- fantasifully. If I was going fantasifully, probably someone like Henry Cavill, um, you know, sort of, you know, kind of chisel, things like that. Um, if I was going real, um, I would probably say Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Ricky um, Gervais. I mean, it's all that in mind, but yeah, maybe something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Burger. Um. <sighs> Tricky one. Uh, obviously, it's going to be someone big, um, <laughs> as I am a big fella. Um, probably someone like Kevin James or someone like that. Um, that's probably that's probably the best one I could probably come up with for myself. What about you, Ash? Margot Robbie? No. <laughs> hey. Well, you could do it. Better than that, Tim. Right. <laughs> um, uh, Star that would play me. I would probably say someone like Bill Hader. No, I knew you'd pull someone out that nobody knows. Who's that? He's, uh, I don't know if anyone saw the uh, second chapter of It. Um, he was one of the, the guy with the glasses. Um, and he's done a couple of other bits and pieces as well. No so. idea. Unless he's got clown makeup, I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, next question. Uh, Berger, congrats on winning the league, but do you think he would have still won if Tans had stuck around to defend his title with his lower rate sides? <laughs> 
Uh, it's a tough one because obviously I haven't played Tans. Obviously, well, he said he never brought the game, but he ends up doing it and uh, has probably paid a lot of fee for probably more than most on the site. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I've always been up there, so I'll back myself being in the top three or so. Whether I mean, I'd love to get a league of all like Tans subs just to and Jaxi, and just see what happens, because then that would be one ultra-competitive league of, well, I wouldn't I don't know to call it, because I haven't played it, everyone in the league at the same time, but if that was to happen, then that would be some division. It'd be great, because it'd be the real ultra-competitive league, where everybody says they're not competitive, where everybody says they're not <laughs> Well, I would care. I'd be honest. <laughs> I like to win games, and obviously, you know... <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Um, and it's a question for everyone. Uh, if you like to play football manager on the site, so what type of manager would you be? And the best worst quality. Um, I'm going to start with Jan. I see. I'm really reactive. I'm actually currently playing football manager, and this will resonate with you, Ash, as well. So I went through a whole season with Arsenal. And I literally just managed to scrape into the top four. I won the FA Cup and the Europa League. So I actually had quite a good season. I made a raft of changes. It all, all was going great. Second game, uh, first game of the season, lost 2-1 to Southampton away. I was like, oh, blip, it's fine. Second game of the season, lost 4-1 to Man United at home. So I resigned. I resigned there and then. I was like, this is it. You know, I, can't, I can't do anything. <laughs> Two games in, like, you know, 4-1 to Man United. This is abysmal. Went back two weeks later to see how they were getting on. They were smashing people left, right and centre. So obviously it was me. I'm like a Mourinho. <laughs> yeah. Um, Berger? Um, I wouldn't know, really. Um, I haven't played football manager for a while, but I was always... I would always get the people that uh, get youngsters in, try and build them up. Um, so I would probably go and say someone like Wolves manager Nuno. Oh, I knew was going to say it. I mean, I, I just whoever, whoever brings young players through, um, couldn't think of many. I think you've got to touch so, the rappers about it. <laughs> I always do well on it, but um, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, personally, I, I agree. I like to bring young players through. Um, but then, obviously, I like to sort of, uh, you know. Oh. oh, do we do we know? He's he's gone quiet. He's left it. What a cliffhanger, boys and girls! This is <laughs> this is immense. <laughs> Headsets ran out. He's been mugged. I'm not quite sure. Sorry, sorry. Is it? Can you hear me now? Oh, yeah. we can hear you. Is now. it back? There you go. Um, suspense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No. Um. Obviously, I sort of look for uh, look for the sort of youngsters, the wonder kids, and uh, uh, always sort of tinkering with the formation. I mean, uh, my, probably my sort of worst quality has been to tinker the formation mid-season and end up going on and lo- you know losing a couple of games that end up costing a costing a trophy. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I fucking love Football Manager. I could uh, spend days and days just sitting there on my laptop playing through it. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's a good question um, from the Chris. Really is. Yeah, he is brilliant football manager. Um, next question, uh, and this is come from Ryan Jones, uh, and this is for you both, and it sort of goes entire with what we talked about, King of the Hill. Um, 
with both having earned 58 million during the King of the Hill run this season, did you expect to earn around this figure, or did you think it was more or less? Burger. This is a tough one, really, because you wouldn't know how many games you'd play in it. Um, I would probably would have said I'd have earned more than most, but I don't know whether I'd have thought 50 million from it wouldn't be that profitable. So I wasn't expecting that much, but I was expecting to get the majority or more, a lot more than some people. Yeah, Jam? Yeah, no, I think the same as Burgo. I, I, I didn't assume um, anywhere near. When 58 million was said, I was like, bloody hell, you know, that's crazy. 58 million is an immense amount of money. But, you know, again, it just shows, you know, parking back to it, if you get involved in it, it's, you know, you, you that could be you. You could be in possession of 58 million. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it goes back to that point about hopefully uh, more people get involved with the uh, King of the Hill next season. Um, next question. Two questions to go, and then we move on. Uh, second, next question is from Joby. Uh, which action movie would drastically improve if it was turned into a musical? Bit of a, a variety question there. Uh, I'm going to start with Jam this time around. Um, wow. Okay. Um, I think let's go Fast and Furious. That's <laughs> it, everyone blasting out music in their cars. Uh, Singing the as they go along. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> beep, beep, get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, it's a good shout. Burger? Um, action movie, Die Hard, all the Christmas songs. <laughs> Die Hard. Die Hard and Fast and the Furious. Brilliant. Yeah, some good ones there. <laughs> and last question, this is for uh, Burger, and this has come from MJG. As the winner of the Prem, how do you set your team out? Is there a certain formation and tactic you use? He wants some tactical insight. So, uh... um, <laughs> I think there was a blog done earlier season, which I pretty much said it. But yeah, um, I, I use 4-1-2-1-2 diamond, narrow. I set the full-backs to stay back and the CDM and the cam to stay forward. Uh, and I don't really do much else other than that, other than... Uh, if I'm losing, I change the tactics to attacking and attacking and in a different formation, but um, I haven't had to obviously delve that into that much this season, uh, but I probably will next season as it will get tougher. Um, but yeah, um, I've just kept it the same the whole season, it works. Yeah. Don't, don't forget about um, you know going into the edit player section of the game. <laughs> Greasy yeah. 99 and strength 99. I'm not a golden beard. Yeah. I don't accuse people of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough and I'd like to think you wouldn't um, that, that concludes the listeners question so I mean thank you again as always to everyone that gets you in um, back over to you Jen yeah fantastic and again I think you know like we've said you know your content shapes the uh, shapes the podcast guys so any feedback on the, the new format of the pod and any uh, any feature suggestions please you know just don't hesitate to, to PM either me or Ash for that Um Right, so we're just going to throw over to uh, to Bertie now, who I believe just prepared a little thing on the goal for us as well, similar to Joe with the F1. So Bertie, if you want to take it away. Greetings and salutations from the Emerald Isle, the home of the HQ of the AG Tour. Hi listeners and big thanks to the Ash Cohen for incorporating this golf segment into the podcast. We appreciate it. We are well underway in Season 8. We've had eight events so far, and the battle for the AG Tour Championship could not be closer. Paul Lowe's, after his victory last week, took the lead in it for the very first time, but it's still anybody's. We've had eight different winners in the eight events, which is great to see. 
Joe, Riverman, Goldenbeard, Shelburne, Jeff Anthony and Hilly, they all won a handicapped event. And Wellesley won the first major and Paul Lowe's won the second major last week at the Lynx at Royal Atlantic. He had a fantastic score of minus 18. A clear winner and it was an outstanding performance by Paul. In the AG Society, the battle for the final five continues and a clear leader here is Burger Boy. I asked myself, is there any game that this guy is not good at? Well, apart from Cod, that is, where on a nightly basis, I carry him and jam. Lads, it's not about the killing, it's about the winning. This season, we're trying to have a theme of courses that are challenging to the green, but greens that are not too difficult, because people find the most frustrating aspect of this game is the putting. So very sloppy greens mean not enjoyable games. So this week, Halstead North, it's a nice course, challenging, tee to green. Uh, some cliffs on it, specifically requested by Riverman. He likes a cliff. don't know if it reminds him of home or something, but he'll find some in Halstead. Uh, over the season, probably the most improved player has been Shelburne, who's gone from a handicap of six at the start, and now he's zero. And we actually have eight players all at zero, being Berger, Rhino, Joe, Wiz Fox, Welze, Sherborne, Paul Lowe's and myself. And on any given week, any of these guys can go out and shoot the best score. There are three events left, including this week's one, which started on Monday and will run until next uh, Sunday night, Monday morning. You get two million for uh, playing a nice relaxing hour on the Xbox. You can play any time. So if you're thinking of joining, let me know. I'd be delighted to have you on board the tour. And uh, talk to you again, hopefully, next next podcast. Take it easy, guys. Thanks for that, Bertie. So that was a little update on the goal for you guys. So we're just going to round off today's pod just by talking about the league predictions for next season. So I'm going to really, really quickly run down. I'm not even going to talk about who's in the leagues. I'm just going to talk about who's been added to the league. So the, the changes, essentially, with the playoff promotions, relegations, and new members. So... Prem, it's exactly the same other than we've got Colmore, Joby, Raz and Southey. Now, we'll do them one at a time. So, Ash, I'll come to you first. Yeah. Me personally, I don't know if you played in the event or if you were out, probably at a musical somewhere. Um, Southey in the TFI was amazing. He was blowing people away left, right and centre. Me and Berger did both say we think he is beatable for sure. I think over the course of the season, he probably would finish maybe top three, top four. But he is going to be absolutely ruthless. I mean, he beat... What did he? What was it? Was it twelve nil or fourteen nil? He beat Harry Berger. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not. I think it was. Yeah, but that's not an achievement. Well, oh, yeah, well, it's but, true. Yeah, it's true. legendary status already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give him the medal. But but yeah, I think he he is. You know, I mean, in all fairness, he was using Golden Beard's team. You know, uh, with Halland and, and and whatnot. But still, he was uh, he was very very impressive. Yeah. Um, I mean, where do you uh, and we've talked about Colmore and Joby and, and Raz is, is a very good player as well. How do you see the Prem shaping up next season? Yep. Yeah, I mean, obviously Berger and uh, Berger will be up there again this season. Obviously, no Jacksey, um, but yeah, Berger, Aaron, um, you know, I expect Aaron to be up there. Colmore, if Colmore can carry on that form, um, 
you know, I expect he will be up there. Obviously, it's difficult because I've not played this Savvy, but if he's as good as uh, he's made out to be, he'll also be up there. And then, you know, names like yourself, Jam, and I don't like to big myself up, but hopefully we can have a better season than we did last time. Um, and uh, we'll go again and see what happens. But, yeah, there's uh, again, I think it's going to be quite a, a tough a tough league. Berger, what do you think in regards to the positives for that league? So, again, we'll talk about relegation in a minute, but who do you think is yeah. going to top half, pushing on for the top four? Um, I'll, I would back myself being up there. Um, to win it? I think um, top two, top three. I'll always maintain that mantra. Um, Aaron will be up there. I think George Muber. Um, I think... <clears throat> He both got points off me and Jaxi last season, so I think he's if he can get a few signings in, I think he'll be dangerous. And I think that Raz and Sutty from the event, because obviously I ran it, Sutty. they actually earned... Is it Sutty? Sutty, Sutty and Sweet. <laughs> but they, uh, they basically earned the most points for each team because they were on different teams. So that's a kind of a good uh, graph to say they're probably going to be... Well, they'll do well. Um, I think Raz was using a different team, so he was probably using a more realistic team to what uh, Sudi was. Um, uh, so, top three, I'll probably say myself, Jord, which is Mubwa, and I'll say Colmore. But I think Joby will have a chance if he can score goals, because his defence is probably the toughest person to break down, myself, who I have played uh, on this FIFA so far. See, I, I think for the top top three, top four, I'd say yourself, Berger. I'd say me and Ash will be fighting over maybe fourth place. Um, and I think, um, yeah, I think Colmore and Southey will be in the top three. And me and you, Ash, will be fighting for fourth place. I think Aaron will finish just outside. But saying that, I underestimate him to give him this season. He, he flew up like a rocket. So we'll see what happens. And you know, Aaron's got a really good squad, you know, really good players in that team. So... Fingers crossed for an exciting, exciting league again. You know, Prem was really exciting last season, and we see it every season. But you look at that, you look at those players, those thirteen players in that list, and it's even harder than it was this season. You know, I didn't even think that'd be possible. This season looked like it was going to be incredibly difficult. You know, Storm, to his credit, the longer the seasons go on, when the better players come in, he does seem to do better. And you know, recently in a TFI, he I think he beat Naked seven nil. Um, you know, he took me all the way up until the 90th minute, and I think I beat him in, you know, in the last minute. But, you know, he was playing really well. So, and and like you say, you know, Joby, Joe, Muber. I, I personally don't think Muber will be anywhere near the top top three. Uh, Berger, I don't I don't believe that. You know, having played him a couple of times, I, I think he'll be mid table. Um, but it's definitely going to be interesting, for sure. To see who wins. I mean, for me, I think people in danger of going down. I would say Raz, Storm, and Joe. Maybe Paulo's, but Paulo's is my bogey team, so I can't say anything. Um, quickly, uh, Ash, who do you think is going to go down? Uh, Joe and Storm. Joe and Storm. What about the relegation playoff? Um, difficult, obviously, with some of the new names in there, but if you were to push me, I'd say probably Paulo's. Okay, Berger, three names. Storm. Of course. Yeah, um, Paul Lowe's. Yeah, and I will go for Joe in the relegation playoff. Fair enough. Uh, right, moving on to the championship. So the new additions. Obviously, we've got Plunkett dropping down into the Prem. 
um, and four new additions. No, sorry, so one, two, six new additions to the championship. Uh, you know, three coming up from League One and three newbies. So we've got Soggy Cabbages, MJG, Win, Hey, Macam Jet, and Mac JDL. Mac JDL, I haven't got a clue. Ash, obviously, you'll probably know him better from previous uh, seasons. Um, for me, Wince, I think will, you know he'll hold his own in the in the championship. I don't think he'll go anywhere near the playoffs. You know, to going up personally. Uh, Plunkett was very good in the championship, so I imagine he'll do well. Um, Payne will probably be mid to lower table, I would say. And Macam Jet, I have no idea. I personally think Soggy will push. I think he'll be in the playoffs. I don't think he'll get up, but I think he'll finish sort of fifth or sixth, is my opinion. Uh, Berger, what do you think? Obviously, this is the, the league you look after. How do you yeah. think now? Uh, from the new one's point of view. Uh, just in general, mate. Um, yeah, um, I think Soggy will be up there. Um, I've I, I, I played suited a number of times, um, and he does very well against me and I'm surprised where he finished last season. Uh, so I'd probably tip suited, uh, maybe. And, sh- and a lot of people had played Shelbourne as well, that he said he was in a false position. So I would probably t- end on soggy suited and, uh, Shelbourne. Fair enough. Uh, ask Robert yourself. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously suited um, is going to be one to watch, I think, in terms of going up. Um, suited plays really well against me and you in King of the Hillburger. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't do better. No, but I think he's got his team sorted now. I think there was a lot of changes that he made. Um, and he's very patient on the ball when he plays me. And I kind of get frustrated when I play people like that. And that's probably what reflects in the results I have against him mm. in the King of the Hill. Sorry, Ash, carry on, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I expect it to do well. be interesting to see if any of the names that are coming up from League One uh, can carry on their form, i.e. Soggy Cabbages, MJG, um, and even Wince. You know, maybe we'll see Wince in the playoffs uh, for the championship for the next 10 seasons now. Who knows? Um, Relegation playoff. <laughs> one of the playoffs. Um yeah, I mean the new one, the new bees. It's difficult for me to really say anything. I don't recognise uh, Max JDL. Um, obviously, Payne Wiles I've played a few times before. So, um, yeah, I mean it, it, it's going to be interesting. I suspect it will be up there. Wales are Bonzi. I don't, I don't know. Maybe uh, it depends what sort of form they can find early on. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm probably going to put my neck out and say suited will go up this season. It is incredibly tough. I mean, you've also got Riverman, obviously, with the Dharma, depending on what happens there as well. Um, He's got a load of wages as well. For a reason. Yeah, he has. Bloody hell, yeah, he really has. So, Inchu and Adama are both touching... No, 79.77. Two million. Um, the, the other thing I would say as well is, I think part of the reason you say it's tough to call, Ash, is because you look at it, only Plunkett's come down from the Prem. So, it sort of skews yeah. the table a little bit. You know, normally you've got people, you know, three people dropping down. There's only the one. And obviously, with the sort of six new people coming into that league, it really does shake it up. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens next season. Um, just going through League One. So obviously, like we talked about, Brian Akins and Hilliel got relegated, and the only person new to that division is Andy Brill. Um, again, seems like a really nice chap. Um, so again, fingers crossed to him for the season. Um, I mean, predicting this league really isn't very difficult from the waist down, almost, is it? You know, we know who's going to finish mid-table and below 
we just don't and, and, and by that extension we know who's going to finish sort of mid-table and above mm. we just don't know in what order especially the mid-table and above I mean I think it's safe to say that probably Harry Worm Diadex Wizfox Lost Boy Gazgrass Andy Brill are probably going to all finish bottom half I think Harry's um, going to win the league you think Harry's going to win the league? <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to copy me with soggy cabbages this season. Hey, hey. You really don't think Harry's going to win league, do you? No. Um, I think it depends what sort of form he has. Look, we, uh, we've we've been accused in the past of slagging Harry off, so, you know, Mr. Positive now. Mr. Positive Harry. Hey, no problem with being realistic. I don't think he's going to go anywhere near the top of that division. For me, I think it will be Bertie. I think Bertie will walk away with a division title this season. And I think it, playoffs will be, well, going up behind him, that's the tricky one uh, for me. I think it could be any of the, the lads who came down, um, you know, Bry, Nakes, Hilly, Ry Jones, Rhino, any of them. Um, and, and any of those ones will also be in the playoffs as well. I think from Harry down on the uh, the page we're looking at now, the franchise allocation page, from Harry down, I think none of them are even going anywhere near the playoffs. That's my personal opinion. Berger, how do you see it? Yeah, agreed. Uh, that's definitely. Oh well, I would definitely say that would happen. Um, and it's. I don't think it's that straightforward to whoever's going to get promoted. I think deciding the League One winner out of those seven players, I think he's going to be very tough. Um, I would probably just edge Bertie, but I don't think he's going to win it at a canter. Um, I mean, you've obviously got Rhino. He'll probably get to the playoffs and bottle that like he normally does. Um, Roy Jones had a lot of predictions last season um, and he kind of fell away so it's I think Bertie and Roy have got a good chance um, and obviously Hilly, one of Hilly and Nakeds I reckon but don't forget Roy had an admin error that took him to the relegation playoff and got relegated so mm. He was. He would have been mid-table in the championship. So maybe him, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is a difficult one to call. And again, it's going to be an interesting season. Um, I mean, for me, you know, just as a, a sort of a, a closing point on it, I think you know we, we talk about it every year. I think it's just fantastic to see the fact that we've got so many new faces coming into the league. So I think you both agree, chaps. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a shame to see some of the lads leaving. Obviously, Jaxie's got a newborn on the way. Uh, Danger Mouse backing out and, and Geordie as well. Um, fingers crossed these lads get back into it, um, you know, as soon as they, uh, their, their situation changes. Because I think, you know, for me, I, I, I can't see why that, you know, next, when we're, when we're sat here after this season coming, that we're probably going to have enough people to fill four leagues, um, which, you know, which is, is, it would be absolutely fantastic. So fingers crossed that's the case and fingers crossed we all have a great season. So, all that's really left, boys, is just to round up and uh, and say our goodbyes. Obviously, hopefully we've kept it. I think we've kept it to about 50 minutes, which is uh, which is ideal. We don't want it to be too long this season. We're going to try and keep them short-ish and snappy. And hopefully, obviously, everyone enjoyed it. So, uh, Berger, if you want to uh, say goodbye to the listening millions. Yeah, goodbye. Um, pleasure for having me. Um, and, yeah, um, good luck for the new season upcoming. Yeah. Not right back at you at all. 
Ash, what about you? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, no. Uh, cheers as always uh, for coming on, Burger. And uh, obviously, if you're uh, if you're sitting there listening in the car or uh, at home or at work, then uh, and you do fancy coming on, then please, please do uh, PM one of us. And uh, especially if you've never been on before, you know we'd love to have new members and even one of the new lads uh, that have just joined the leagues. If you want to uh, come on, please just give us a PM and we'll get you on. Um, we, we'd love to get um, you know a load of new members on on the podcast this season so uh, yeah do get involved but no great as always thanks for the support yeah again and for me thanks for the support obviously thanks for the ongoing uh, listening figures and of course you know fingers crossed we'll be sat here in two weeks me Ash maybe River maybe Harry maybe a new guy you know laughing the fact that Bert, that Burger's lost his first two games to Paul Lowe's or you know whatever the situation is Rhino's got three red cards in his first fixture you know, oh, that'll definitely you know, happen. The season is back. You know, we we can't wait. So uh, yeah, fingers crossed. You guys enjoyed the uh, the podcast, and, and obviously can't wait for the next one. So thank you very much. <laughs>